Welcome back to another edition of the Parrot Podcast. This week I'm joined by Bertie. Hey, how's it going? And Forty. Evening, fellas. And Ham. Hi, it's your old pal Ham. And your oh. host, uh, Chairman uh, Ham Zedong, uh, <laughs> our furious leader. I have been listening in 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 the absence, um, and I think Ham Zedong is a, is a little bit better than uh, what what was the other one you came up with? Uh, the Korean leader, wasn't it? Kim, Kim Jong-ham. Kim, or Ham Jong-un. Jong-un. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's crack straight things. into it. Uh, we'll start off with the women. So, uh, uh, unfortunately, Eels, in their second game in the NRLW, went down 10-0 in what can only be described as atrocious conditions down at Wynn Stadium. Um, uh, the Dragons going up for an early six points, and then they tackled on two penalty goals in the second half, uh, where it became a pack. Aaron, that no team was going to score a try in that second half, given the conditions. A um, bit frustrating with the ball handling a little early on for the Eels girls. Um, but after, I think, about the 30-minute mark, uh, all bets were off. It was just the conditions were atrocious. Sharknado type stuff, right? I think it was worse, to be honest. Yeah, it was absolutely terrible. Um, disappointing they couldn't. There was a few times I thought they went close. Uh, Botil, Vetti Welsh put uh, Penitani in a huge mm-hmm. gap. Thought they could have worked something off that, but I believe they dropped the ball again off that set. And there was yep. a, there was a couple of times they went close, but they really never looked like scoring in this game. I ne- neither team really did. It was only that, yeah, that- bizarre sequence where Botil drops a surefire intercept for a good gain, that then bounces fortuitously into the Dragons' hands to dive over and score on the last. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well. Yeah. I don't think there's much more to read. Um. Back from that game. Uh, news items. There's not much in the news. Just a couple of you know pinup stories. Uh, the regular preseason fodder before the season starts, or <laughs> yeah. well, I guess the NRL um, foregoing the uh, the opening day and and putting those towards the uh, the um, the the flood relief. Yeah, that, that was good. But how much of that like isn't that all stuff pre-paid for and pre-planned? Like they couldn't do it, on, drop it on a dime to be like, oh, no, we're not going to have it. Like it's already been pre-booked. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's a good gesture, but I don't know if if it's true or not. Well, I'm sure some money has to flow somewhere, so um, I don't know. We'll see. I think it's a good thing. One thing that uh, jumped out to me was on that New Look 360, there was some talk about the NRL scrambling to introduce rule changes or interpretation changes ahead of the kickoff. Uh, uh, I don't know if it was in regards to the high high tackle crackdown or the eligibility stuff for representative football because of the saga that we've seen with the NRL All-Stars, whether it counts towards suspensions or not. Uh, for certain players and certain clubs. So they, they were talking about both those situations if the NRL was scrambling to get a, a response set up before Thursday night. Yeah, well, that doesn't surprise anybody. NRL scrambling last minute for something they didn't uh, account for. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, all right, well, uh, let's go. Jack, do not touch my laptop. Sorry. On dad duty tonight as well. Oh, I thought that was a new segment. <laughs> Jack, do not touch <laughs> my laptop. I got it. Yes, uh, <laughs> not to have a minute's privacy. Uh, let's start off with the NRLW. Um, now, there's going to be back-to-back games, first grade and NRLW uh, uh, this weekend, yeah, first time ever. Historic day for the club, yep. Yep, Combank Stadium kicking it off. Uh, Jack, um, historic day for the club, as you said, 40 at Combank Stadium, 145. We kick off the Eels in fourth, taking on Titans in third. Um, Titans very impressive against the Roosters last week, but you reckon we're up for it? Yeah, I think the crowd will get behind it. Well, hopefully there's enough crowd there to get behind the team. I think a lot of, I think, you know, if, I'm not sure how many they're expecting overall, but if they get a good 10,000 people out there for this game, weather pending, it'd be really good. 
yeah, if we can get a, a strong crowd ahead of kickoff for the NRL, it'd be really awesome. It'd be a fantastic double header. I think conditions pending, we're going to give this a real good shot. Titans obviously a competitive outfit, as we saw with their upset against the Roosters. But I feel like if we're in anywhere near dry conditions and can handle the ball, we'll be able to run away with this one. There is a bit of question mark over the team, though. I think uh, Rikia Horn and Josephi Daniels are both battling the clock in order to be fit. One's got a foot injury and one's got a sternum injury. So there's a bit of a question mark over who might replace them. I think Abby Church would be in the mix to replace uh, Rickier. But for the centre, I'm not really sure who comes off the extended bench uh, for the Eels there. Yeah, well, just having a look at it. Um... I think Tess Staines is a winger. That, that, that was, yeah, Tess Staines, maybe. Yeah. Katrina Fippen, does she play in the back line? Yeah, she's a Therese Aiton. I think she's a hooker. Hooker, okay. Yeah, so oh, that's right. She played like a power sub role in the first week, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. yeah she Did she have that massive injury to her face? Yeah, yeah round one, one. She somehow avoided a, a like an orbital fracture. I don't know how, but they did rest her uh, this past game. I, I imagine it would have been concussion protocols for that. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I'm stunned she didn't get a serious injury out of that. So credit to her uh, bone structure there. Yeah, and just a shout out, uh, Ellie Johnston. I think she was the only one that uh, trucked. Uh, I was about to say stopped that truck from PNG um, in the Dragon Squad. Um, so hopefully Ellie can bring the uh, the big hits again this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a bit of a powerhouse there off the bench. Um, I was just going to say, coming out of that match last week, I thought the two of the big standouts were three. Um, of course, the uh, our, our captain uh, Tafa. Um, she's Tafa, yeah. All, yeah, she's always good for a, you know a big seventy minutes. Um, but I thought Hanisi and, and Johnston off the bench, they, they provided a lot of impact in what was a really a slog through the middle. Sort of yeah, game. I mean, you already shout out Johnston for being really sort of aggressive and powerful, and that was sort of the messaging that Witters had sent to her was to try and own that role. But uh, I've been really impressed with Hanisi, who has a sister that's also on the squad too. But uh, she's been really good. Big engine, powerful carries. It looks, she's been looking to offload, but hasn't had the support runners around her. So hopefully that's an aspect of the, the team game that develops as the season goes on. I think with Hanisi, she needs to get angry because there's been a few times I've seen her run and she just sort of lumbers into the line, I think. And there was one run in particular. She, I think she got absolutely smashed the tackle before and she got the ball and she ran real hard. I think she has to find that aggression because if she can find that aggression, she's a big girl. She'll be very hard to tackle. She, she could be like um, uh, the Dragons forward was for us, uh, the Papua New Guinea forward. She was very hard to tackle for us because she she's big, she's powerful, and she's running with aggression. Um, all right. Well, let's um, jump across to the juniors now first. So um, this weekend it's, is, is what's on NRL, um, New South Wales, NRL, uh, New South Wales, RL, rather correct in that there's a whole heap of games. Yeah, postponed. Um, but it's still showing some games that weren't played the pre- Round. I've got so all, if games, I look, all games this week cancelled, and then round. If you six. go into round, if if you go into round four, it's got some games there which are meant to be taking place. Ah, uh, they were the games that were because there was one full round washed out, but the round before there was also games that were missed due to weather, and these are the ones from that round that have been recaptured because you can't have a split round. Um, that's right, and and the Eels have a buy in that event anyway, right, so yeah. they'll be missing out on this week, but then coming back next week. Yeah, and so there's no other games this week except for those uh, catch-up games, and then we go back to normal action on the 18th. It starts on Friday, but then the 19th for the rest of the teams on Saturday, yeah. Yeah, and we're in a similar position in the SG ball in that, Correct. you know, it's, it's also they've got to play some games, and the Eels had a bye that week anyway, so. Yeah. And things are um, looking pretty grim for our boys in the Matson ball with that lost round, so they're going to need to win out and have results heavily favour them. 
moving forwards. Um, all right, well, then let's jump to uh, the first round of the flag. So the Eels taking on the Dragons, 11.15am at Collegian Sport Sporting Complex Wollongong. Um, so that's Saturday. Um, having a look, that team list doesn't seem to be it's not quite filled out. No, no. <laughs> um, is there any names that sort of stand out to you? You've got Corey Fenning, captain at fullback there. You know, we've all seen – you guys have – spoken at length about Josh Tui Pilotu, uh, Matthew Komalafi, those who have listened for a couple of years would know of him coming up through the Matson ball, uh, Peter Tateo in the forwards, Dave Hollis, of course, and David Tui at lock. Um, they're, they're some of the players that we've heard before. Are they sort of the big standouts? Have I hit the, hit the, <laughs> the main names? Uh, in terms of the returning faces or the existing sort of like pathways guys, that's that's close to it. Brock Parker on the bench is uh, quite a handy prop forward. That's a big athletic uh, lump of a young kid, so he's one to watch out for. But I think for Ham and I, it's the new faces that we're kind of intrigued by. Um, Ham pointed out during his uh, reviews of the two trials that the flag had that he was able to watch. Dantore Louis was quite good in the halves, and the new face and captain Corey Fenning at fullback was in standout as well. So there's a, a few new faces there. Those two uh, in the centres, Lock on Blackburn from Penrith is another one worth watching. And then um, in the back row, there's Nakao Raffle who looks to be a interesting prospect. He's a big athletic unit that's played right through the forward pack, it looks like, in his time at the Dragons. Yeah, um, looks like a big uh, Andrew Fafita type uh, player. Yeah, he's got that good footwork for a big man and a lot of ball playing skills. So there's a lot to discover about this team because we don't really know. I think there's about seven new faces pending who plays halfback and on one of the edges because there's no one named. Um, if, as I suspect, it might be Ethan Sanders at halfback, he'll move up from the ball. Um, and then for the edge, I've got no idea. Um, there's a whole lot of guys they could pick. Uh, like in the extended roster, Jack Colavati's played edge before. Um, and yeah, so not not really sure what to look out for because uh, this is the team they took on the preseason too, isn't it, Ham? The Dragons. Uh, yes, and if it's the same number six, Zach Herring, he was an absolute genius with the ball in hand. A very smart player, thought, thought about what he was going to do. So, so he had um, a plan. Yeah, I believe the game has been moved to Kellyville Park, which Correct. was our was training ground. Wollongong. So it's moved to Kellyville due to the ground not holding up due to that torrential downpour they had from last weekend. So we get a, a bonus home game, which is a huge, huge boost for the team, obviously. The Dragons always seem to field um, some fairly good teams in these. Yeah, they're, they're sort usually of pretty consistent. Slash. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you mentioned Josh Tupelotu. I think it was, uh, in a way, I'm a bit surprised he's in the centres, given he had a really strong showing in the New South Wales Cup trial against the Panthers. But more than anything, that speaks to how well Corey Fenning must have impressed. Uh, and as I mentioned, Ham said he's been quite good in the trials and obviously to be handed the captaincy as a new recruit, he's uh, obviously uh, leading the way on and off the field for the team. Um, all right. Well, yeah, there's a lot of unknowns in um, in, in the flag this year, so we'll see how we go in that first hit out. Um, is this one – no, it's not going to be televised, sorry. No, it'll Keep be a double hit out at Kelly Vaughan. So if uh, my ear's not, not playing up for the infection and there's no uh, – Torrential downpour. I'll be out there. Hopefully, doing updates. All right, and I, and I should have said from the from the outset. I apologise. We've been a bit delayed. We didn't record last week, and this week it's been delayed. Um, obviously, yes, Jack, it's an aeroplane. Um, it's been a bit delayed because of all this awful weather and and myself working as well, um, trying to get into the city and back. Uh, sorry, no, no, I was just trying to. Did yeah, you? mute because I've got somebody in the background. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we should be back to regular programming, we hope. Um, uh, with a little bit of a twist, we're going to try to record a uh, uh, wrap-up on Sunday and get that out early and then do the preview later in the week. 
because um, I, I just won't be able to record during the week at the moment, unfortunately. Um, but let's en- enough on that front. Let's get to the New South Wales Cup. So at 1 p.m. And is this also going to be at Kellyville? Yes, believe so. And at fullback, we've got Hayes Perham again. This is a, a, a team list that's missing a lot of names in it. Um, Actually, we, we, did, we did get a complete team list, but then they redacted, uh, I think, five names. So I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> it's all coming up a bit strange. Yeah. Um, so a couple of players we've heard, of course, Naiduki Liozu or Luizu. Um, Ofehiki Ogden starting on at, at, at prop. I guess that's a good um, hit out for him. Uh, other up and comers there. They've got Nathan Brown named at lock. That's um, all a bit strange. Yeah, easing him back into first grade after that injury from last year. I think they're pretty confident what Ryan Madison can offer in, in the NRL at that lock position. So no need to I think rush him. To get some minutes into yeah. Brownie's legs before he like goes back into that. Hundred miles grade an hour game. at first grade. Yeah. And again, it's a little bit strange in that we played, uh, you know, the Dragons in a trial match not too long ago. Yeah, it's um, not often so you, you, play, yeah, you play a team in the preseason and meet them round one. Usually the scheduling's done, so you don't have that happen. Um, yeah, but uh, one would hope uh, they should uh, be up for the task in this game. But uh, having a look at the Dragons squad, there's a lot of uh, first-grade um, players or at least re- previous first-grade players. You know, Ruben we've seen. Uh, we've seen Dean Bloor. We've seen Tarek Sims, George Burgess, uh, Josh Carr, Josh Corrick as well. Oh, Josh Corrick? No. Am I making that up that he's played first-grade? Now I'm thinking of but, South Park and the Curics. All right. Well, there's a fair few names in there, first-grade talent anyway. Yeah. I mean, I'm um, surprised that Tarek Sims is in that team. Obviously, he's on the out of air. He's a player that's been linked with a departure from the Dragons, but I don't think it was that far on the outer. Yeah, that's all a bit strange, isn't it? Because there was, you know, when Tractor Eels get named, but um, there was that floating around during the week. But yeah, I do like the Eels roster. It's a continuation from that team last year that was going great guns. If anything, they've gotten short up in a few positions, minus the uh, the absence of Jacob Arthur in the halves, who's um, been caught on to higher duties this week. But yeah, good back line, uh, really strong forward pack. Ranking gives a lot forward of experience pack. in the halves. That forward pack's just size, skill... Yeah. Mobility, and, aggression, you know, ball playing. And minutes, like, yep. Rodwell was going 80 last year. Elza Kem was going 80. Cardi could probably go 80. Brownie mm. likely won't go 80, but could go 80. And so on the just, bench, you know, Greg was capable of going 50 or 60. Yeah. Uh, and that was before he got yeah. fit. So, yeah. Um, and I'm interested the, to see how Luca, like, where he fits into this team. Yeah, the bench, as it was named before getting scrubbed for whatever reason, was Brendan Hands, Wiramu Greg, Luca Meridian, Dan Kier, Kaya. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, pretty pretty good all-around bench there. Very keen to see what Brendan Hans can bring to the table. He's a player that had his name called a few times in the preseason uh, as a an individual who has excelled or stood out in some capacity. And given where Reid Marnie is uh, departing the club, sorry, at the end of the year, uh, there's definitely a, a position there to be had as Josh Hodgson's understudy. And Hans is going to be the guy that gets the first crack at it this year. Yeah, good shout-out there for Hans. So hopefully he comes up to his namesake and uh, delivers. Um, yeah, all right, well, let's hands, not bad hands. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I didn't want to put it too much on the nose, Ham, but you've stuck your foot right in it. <laughs> <laughs> or your hand right in it. <laughs> Sunday, 4 o'clock, 4.05 rather. Eels taking on the Titans. First game of the season out at Combank. Channel 9, KO, Foxtel. Uh, I assume it's on local radio stations as well. Um, but following on from the NRLW, we've got that double header out at Combank. And um, just looking at this team list, rather strong team list. Um, 
Perhaps I'll read through it and then we'll get to it. Uh, we'll start with the Titans at fullback, Jaden Campbell. On the wings, Philip Sammy and Corey Thompson. At centres, Brian Kelly, Patrick Herbert. 5'8 is Alex Brimson and Toby Sexton. Then in their forwards, Milwaukee Fodawaka, Isaac Liu, Aaron Clark at hooker. Second row is David Fafita, Bo Furmore and Tino Farsuamala'awi. And then the interchange bench, Will Smith, former Eel. Uh, Sam Lasone, Damon Jolliffe, and sorry, I've just accidentally clicked on something and it's taken away by team list. So it was Jamie Jolliffe on the bench, followed Kevin by Proctor's Kevin Proctor rounding out to 17. Extended roster, former Eel, uh, Greg Mazu, Jared Wallace, Tanner Boyd, Herman SASA, Isan Masters, Sam McIntyre, and Paul Turner. Got the 24-man team list Tuesdays now this year. It's a bit of a change, isn't it? And then 4v Eels, uh, starting team mostly picks itself with only a few spots that are up for grabs. Quinton Gufferson, one of the two co-captains this year at fullback. Sean Russell winning that left wing spot, and he'll be opposite Bailey Simonson ah. on the right. Uh, Will Penasini and Wonga Blaker in the centres. In the halves, Dylan Brown and Mitchell Moses. All-star front row, Reagan Campbell-Gillard, Reed Marnie, Junior Paulo, who will be the other co-captain this year. In the back row, Sean Lane, Isaiah Papali'i, and Ryan Madison, who will hold down lock forward as Nathan Brown gets back to full fitness. On the interchange bench, Makahesi Makatoa, Oregon Kafusi, Ray Stone, Jake Arthur, extended roster, Nathan Brown, Bryce Cartwright, Mitch Rain, Tom Opachik, Hayes Perham, Wirimu Gregg, and Magnum PI himself, Kai Rodwell. So just looking at that, um, you'd have to say the experience in the uh, the one seven, uh, one six, seven, and 9 for the Eels should really carry us. Yeah. Um, have a look at you know, the, the Titans there, Aaron Clark, whilst handy at uh, uh, a hooker, I don't think he's an out-and-out um, established hooker. And then Brimson has been playing a lot in fullback in his uh, his time at the Titans, moves to 5'8 to accommodate uh, Jaden Campbell at the back and Toby Sexton. What, what was that stat the other day? There's only like five teams that are carrying the same halves pairing from last yeah, year. Yeah, and the Eels have the second most experienced NRL's halves pairing behind the uh, vastly, vastly experienced manly combination of DCE and foreign but Dylan Brown and Mitchell Moses at like 46 games or 48 games is like the second most ex- experienced pairing in the competition, which is crazy. But the, the Titans definitely, they've stretched for resources because mail out of today was that Brimson's under an injury cloud now, which will bring Will Smith into the starting team. And then probably Ham and I were speculating about Tanner Boyd onto the bench. So yeah, it's a, the, like you said, um, Hamish, the experience of the Eels spine should see us through the day. Uh, Reed Marnie looking like he's back from that shoulder injury. Gufferson, just the, you know, the professional all-around fullback, and then the halves of Moses and Brown looking to really build this year. Are we surprised that we don't see Mitch Rain on the bench in place of Jake Arthur, or is Jake Arthur, you think, a more sort of utility option rather than a straight hooker? Because I, I know when um, uh, Mitch Rain, his times at the Titans, it was more an out-and-out hooker as opposed to playing anywhere else, mm. like a lock or anything like that. Well, I sort of see it that Stoney's our forwards utility, so they can come on, play second row, uh, in the middle, or deputise dummy half for the rest of the game if Reed does get injured or we want to take Reed off. And Jake's your back's utility. He might only be able to play that one position, but uh, if we do get an injury to uh, Gutho or a winger or a centre, then we can move Dylan out. Like you're bringing in another halfback rather than putting a, a second rower like Maddo into the halves. So I'm not sure if I like it or not. But it's an interesting take. Yeah, it is It is a little bit different, isn't it? I guess you've got your two out-and-out um, props on the bench, Makatoa and Kafusi. Raymond Stone is sort of a second rower slash utility. And then Jake Arthur, I guess. A lot of teams are going with that sort of winger-centre um, 
fourth player on the bench as opposed to an out-and-out utility. So I guess so. Um, having a look at uh, at the Titans, they've sort of gone for the three middles and, and the utility in Will Smith who can play, you know, one, six, seven, and nine if needed. I think he's filled in at centres at times from memory. Yeah, filled in a bit everywhere, Will. I, I'm sure he's played a little bit of lock as well. He definitely played some more lock for us last year, yeah. So uh, he was a fantastic club man for us. I loved his, time, his tenure at the club. Except for that Dragons game, which we won't speak <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, he did. That That was the one that we, you know, everyone gets one, and that was Will's one. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, Bert, Bertie, I'll start with you. What, what are you thinking here? What are you thinking? Round one? Yeah. Um, you, know, you know, Mother Russia, she's been a bit, bit, been a bit naughty. Oh, I don't know about that. But, oh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm a four Australian right now, you know. I've uh, I've kicked my, my Russian side out of my body. <laughs> I don't know, like, look. On paper, we're like we're we're a top three team. Like we haven't lost anyone major this year. Like I think the biggest one is probably Will Smith. And you know, even though I'm not shitting on him, but he was like New South Wales Cup player and like you know 18th man for us. So on paper, we should easily um we should easily beat them. But it's just it's just Tino and Fafita scare me. Like you know, I, I keep having flashbacks to that game in the Broncos where he literally tore us to shreds. And you know, like. To even 10 metres out, you know, you're not going to stop him, maybe, like, if he runs that Moses or something. But um, I just feel as though we should beat them. And, you know, I'm expecting, uh, with, with our bench, how it's, um, you know, put together Regan and Junior to play, you know, close to 70 minutes each, maybe, you know, 65. Put some respect but, um, on Mount Krakatoa. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, like, I'm not expecting... No, no. That's that's no, probably that, why that, we, that we go on with Makatoa. Yeah, is that Junior yeah. and Reg will take the majority of the minutes... And then you've got the other guys like Oregon and Makatoa come on and just tear in for 15 to 20. Oh, yeah, because I would have loved, like, I, I've been talking about him all preaching, like, Ogden, he's a big body. And I, you know, even if you give me 15, 20 minutes, you know, of explosiveness, like, and every tackle he made, like, um, it sort of swapped momentum, like Ham was saying there as well during the preseason. Just, but yeah, Jake Arthur's a bit interesting. Maybe you would do what we did in the preseason uh, against Panthers, where um, you give Reed a break and then you can move Dylan the hooker and he can play, but. I don't know. It's going to be weird this year without without bench combination. We could do anything, you know. Like Ray Ray Stone cannot may not be there, and you can you know throw in uh, Bryce Cartwright. Like even with a move, Greg, I thought he would have played as well. Like I, I'm thinking he is um, him and Makatoa are pretty much the same in terms of the depth. Like who's like Makatoa might be front row number three in our depth, and then Widow moves four because Kafusi is leaving. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a bit interesting, you know. It's um you know who knows anything could happen. It could just you know we predicted to have rain, and then you know it'll be um. A boring game, essentially. So we might no, bring no, in. No, Mitch, Mitch Rain's not playing, Birdie. <laughs> oh, the pod! Oh, the puns, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I, I, but yeah. I think that the seventeen spot on the team this week is largely academic, given how many minutes our four pack is capable of, and it just gives you a bit of extra cover. And once Rider's back from suspension and Ethan Brown's match fit through the New South Wales Cup, I think that after all, he just drops out next week anyway. So this is a chance to reward. Uh, a player who has, uh, by all accounts, been our best preseason performer, both across testing and enduring the actual scrimmaging as well. So yeah, that that I'm not too upset with that pick by uh, by this old man Brad, and I think that he's probably not going to see much time on the field unless we either have a worst case scenario, someone gets hurt in a playmaking position and he has to get thrown in there, or we're ahead by so much that it's early garbage time and we can just put him out there to get some minutes. So yeah, I, I think I don't think it's going to cause any issues. Right, well, let's just look at the, the last two outings. I remember there was a period of time there where we always played really poorly against Gold Coast. Um, but in our last two outings in 2020 and 2021, 46-6 uh, to six and 26-8 to respectively. Uh, and, and, and I guess a bit of bad blood for, for – was it this match? Oh, no, it was the, no, it was the, the match in 2020, wasn't it, where um, 
Reed did his toe. That's right. Yeah, broke his foot or toe. Yeah, before COVID uh, gave him a, a absurdly fortunate time off to, to back in the off. before times. Yeah. Yes, it's very much so. The before times, before COVID and after COVID. Was that the game Nathan Brown got suspended for um, dropping the knees? Sliding to someone? knees. Yeah, yep. on, on the try. Yep. Yeah. 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 That one was deserved. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's follow this along. Now, boys, if you've got your uh, your chat open, um, we've got those season predictions. You might oh, want to pull up your, your ones that you've done recently. I don't think I did mine. I'm bad. Well, that's all right. You'll have to do it off the off the cuff, so will I, Forty. Um, okay, so, let's Bertie, go. let's start with you. Uh, where will the Eagles finish in 2022? Oh, I'm, I'm thinking uh, they're going to finish top two. So I'll pick the second. Um yeah, just I feel, look as I said, you know, we we haven't lost anyone major, so surely uh, we're not going backwards. We we can improve, and I like the signing of um, Bailey Simonson. So yeah, he's my best signing. Uh, worst signing, uh, I'm only going to say Rain because I'm expecting him to play probably max two games a year. Because uh, you think Reed could be like he could you know play at all the games, so that's that's by default. Um, I, I wish I could name Mock Oldfield, but he's no longer here anymore. <laughs> Still catching um, strays. <laughs> oh man, that's. The worst eel to ever play. Um, first player to debut. Sorry, what? Worse than Justin Hunt? Oh, mate, give me Hunt any day I of mean, the week. Hunt, I just... Hunt didn't come out talking about how the defensive problems were everyone else's fault, not his. Exactly. Like, if he yeah. if he kept his mouth shut, all right. But, man, man, like, to, to come out and say, oh, it's uh, structures, like, you know, you're a professional athlete. Stop, you know, stop. And the best know, part was once we threw a rookie center into that, like, into that back line and then mm. rejigged it, it was, like, defensively as sound as any back line in the competition. So... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so first player debut, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Luca Moretti. You know, um, Ham and Forty. You know, put me onto him, and I'm gonna ride it. He's my new Murata. So hopefully he does leave us. You know, in a couple of years time. But how many players debut? I'm gonna say two. So I'm thinking Moretti and um, Night Dookie. I just big solo. Uh, yeah, I, I was struggling, so I was thinking Night Dookie. Um, you know, if it wasn't for that Penrith game last year, we could probably see three or four debutants. But you know, Brad after decides to debut, like the whole squad. <laughs> Um, high strike score, I'm going to say Simonson. I've, I, look, I'm going to make a prediction. I can see a lot of uh, kicking early to him using his um, speed to score a few tries. And, um, yeah, player will sign. You know, I said last year, Jesse Raymond, because we needed a center. You know, this is before um, Young Will debuted. So I'm going to go a bit of left field. We we don't got much depth in the edge. So I'm going to go Jack Bird for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, he might be a handy pickup. Players that we won't re-sign that will miss, I'm going to say, we're not going to miss Reed Money because... It's just me being salty that he's leaving us. <laughs> but uh, you never know, Brad. After my, you know, we might un- unearth, you know, someone. Maybe Josh Hodgson, you know, you never know. He might guide us to the premiership next year, back to back. But, um, yeah, Ken Fortner, I'm thinking Moses. This is his, you know, I'm picking a, a big year for Moses this year, you know. Uh, breakout player, Russell, I feel as though with the Hayes injury, he, he'll be playing all games and, you know, he might average, uh, sorry, he might score, what, 15 tries this year. Player to regress, Kafusi. I reckon um, he's going to get less minutes this year. You know, more focus on Makatoa. And biggest win, got to be the Tigers. Put that, put that in. You know, write it down. <laughs> West Tigers, both games, sixty nil. Um, it'd be a shame because uh, none of the Tigers fans could watch the first game when we flogged them. <laughs> uh, biggest loss, oh, it's just Souths. You know, it used to be Roosters, but you know, I feel as though we could beat the Roosters, but it's just Souths. We haven't beaten them for a while. So headline of the year, I'm thinking Moses guides Para to the Holy Grail. And obviously, Dalian Moses. I, I'm thinking Moses is going to be the best player this season. He's just, he's prime for it. He's got a good kicking game. You know, he can run. Like, I just, 
yeah, God, you know, I think injuries are the only thing going to slow him down. So, knock on wood, I think he's going to have a big year. All right, well, let's jump into it. Ham, um, you've you've got something written down, so you can go. Uh, I reckon we'll finish third. Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but whenever I've seen or a member of teams winning the grand final, sometimes a lot of the time they've come from third. I reckon it's a good spot to finish. Best signing, I reckon, Brendan Hands. Um, coming off the bench, I reckon he'll progress really nicely, probably get a debut. Uh, worst signing, opposite to Birdie here, I've gone Bailey Simonson. Um, that's not to say he'll be a bad signing. I just, I'm uns- after seeing what I saw in the Penrith trial, I- I'm I'm not sure if he's suited to our style of game. Um, first it's, it's hard to, to pick somebody out, isn't it? Because there's so few people that yeah. we're on. You know, Offa Hickey, Ogden, Mitch Rain, yeah. Bailey Simonson, Josh Tuipilotu, and I guess Brendan Hands for a more reserved grade. And, um, yeah, it's just sort of outside of Simonson, we haven't really signed anyone for the first grade team. They're all developing players. So it's sort of, it's a hard one. Um, first player to debut, I've gone Brendan Hands. Uh, how many players to debut? I've gone three. Uh, don't know who they'll be. Well, one I'm assuming will be Hands. <laughs> Probably Naiduki and... The Hot Rod. He already debuted. Oh, did he? Was he one of the ones in round 22 or whatever it was yeah. last year? Yeah. Um, whoever the third one is, they'll get it. Uh, highest try scorer, Wunga Blake. I reckon we'll stack that left side. Um, I like Wunga Primes. He's had a full preseason, first proper f- full preseason with us. I reckon he's ready to go. He's got. He's cut the hair. He's cut the afro. He looked, he looked good in that Penrith trial too. He was moving yeah. nicely. Uh, playable sign. Well, we mentioned him before in the uh, reserve grade team for the Dragons. Tarek Sims. You know, I think we need a bit of experience in the forward. Well, we've got experience with Reg and um, and Junior there in the forward pack. Same with Brownie. I just think. If we get that little bit more experience, bit bit of toughness, I think we'll get Sims. Um, player we won't re-sign that we'll miss. Well, I'll miss him. Ray Stone. I don't think we'll miss any of them, if I'm honest. Um, that we've lost so far. They're all forwards. I think we can replace forwards. Reed will probably be the player that we miss, but I I, I think that Josh Hodgson, even though he is older, um, will be able to bring what Reed brings. A very similar skill set. Um, and Josh has been there, done that. Coming off an ACL last year. Uh, his oh sorry the year before last so his twenty twenty one wasn't as good but it was still comparable to Reed's uh, Kent on it when I, I think it's got to be Mitchell Moses breakout player Makatoa the Krakatoa I think I reckon he'll fire hey uh, player to regress Murata I reckon he'll cop a few suspensions he'll still play aggressively and strong for us I just think with those suspensions just I mean, not that, being on the that's field a fair take on their aggression isn't it that if he's not on the field. He's regressing, and unfortunately for Murata, yeah, it's, it's, his it reputation really precedes him. Yeah. Uh, biggest win, Cowboys. I reckon they're an absolute shocker this year. Yeah. Um, Jason Tamalolo can't tackle. Uh, can't take just, a jab We either. seem to do well against them. Uh, biggest loss, Manly. We can't seem to play Manly recently. Which is crazy, because <laughs> under Brad Arthur until recently, we owned Manly, Manly. but something yeah. changed. It's only been the pot the past two two games. Yeah, and they've, they've absolutely had a number for those two games. Yeah, Ridiculous. Uh, headline of the year. Now, this is a big one. Either Valandis will be sacked or he'll step away from the game. Watch that space. Dally M, well, I'd love it to be Mitchell Moses, but there's another halfback that the media absolutely creams himself over. Luke Brooks. Uh, and that is the rat bag himself, Nathan Cleary. Is that well, that that'd be right, back 40. to Dally wouldn't it, for him, if he does that? Did he win Dally M last year? Nah, no. No, no, it was Turbo. Oh, it was Turbo. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So he was, he was second, though. All right, for me... Um, so off the flying off the seat of my pants here, Eel's going to finish first. Uh, ain't no doubt about that. Best signing, uh, Birdie and, and Ham 
raised interesting points here for contrasting reasons. I'm just going to go Simonson because I think he will do a job for us. And uh, I think Will Penasini, regardless of Simonson's fit, I think Will Penasini is going to create opportunities for him. We saw him do it with freaking Fergo, who could barely catch a cold out there. Um, so I think Simonson will still feast regardless. Worst signing? Oh, it, it, it's one of those ones that feels unfair to stick this label on any of our guys because I think they sort of range from you know good to solid pickups. Um, I'll go with Bertie's logic of Mitch Rain, where he probably won't give us, uh, assuming that best case scenario, Reed stays fit, he's not going to give us a lot of value, even though he's there as that insurance policy. So he'll be the quote unquote worst signing, which isn't really fair. First play to debut, I'm going Brendan Hands here because um, I think some of the other guys that might have been eligible got thrown out the window in that game against Penrith last year. Uh, how many plays did they boo? Uh, it's two or three, I think. It's hard to tell because, um, once again, guys like Loise have already debuted technically. Highest try scorer. Uh, it's going to be one of the wingers. So if Russell takes that opportunity, it might be him because we do like to play to the left side more than the right. Um, in the red zone, that is. Um, so it's Russell or Simonson. Um, I will go Simonson just because he's more likely to stay picked. Uh, high strike scorer. First play. Player will sign. Everyone's talking about back rowers. Um, so we've had Jack Bird. We've had Tariq Sims. The other name that's been thrown out tenuously recently is uh, Nakora, Britton Nakora from... Uh, the Sharks, I actually really rate him as a player, and I think it would be fucking hilarious to replace Murata Niakore with Britton Nakora, so I'm going for him. Uh, player that we won't resign that we'll miss, I mean, it's got to be Reed if you're going to be, you know, God's honest truth, but I do think Josh Hodgson's going to do a good job. Injuries pending, he's in the recovery window that Ham mentioned from when your ACL actually starts to get back to full fitness. Uh, the, the season after your ACL is always an absolute grind for the player. The season after, which is now, he's going to be back to full flight, and he's going to come to us as an older player, but hopefully uh, able to depart his uh, savvy and you know veteran guile and craft to the role. Ken uh, Fournette winner, Mitchell Moses, easily. If we have a good season, it goes through Mitchell Moses. The other boys have pointed this out. Um, I, I mean, I know we've got some powerhouse forwards that could put their name in the mix like Junior and Reg, but if, if we are going to go deep into the finals and win this thing, it's got to be through Mitch. Breakout player, ooh, Sean Russell, Makatoa, the options are kind of sparse for us, aren't they? Because we, we uh, have got such an established team. So I'm going to go with Sean Russell. If he's going to solidify that left wing spot, he'd have to be a breakout player. Player to regress. Um, I'll go with Oggy here, Oregon Kafusi. Just he's leaving the club. I think his role is going to start being eaten into by Makatoa and then some of the other forwards once they get back uh, fully fit. I think guys like Murata and Nathan Brown might cause him to be lost in the shakeup on the bench potentially. Uh, biggest win... Who are we going to wipe the pants of? Who are we going to absolutely pants? How about... We've had West and we've had the Cowboys. I've got to go someone different just for the sake of it. You say Melbourne Storm? Wow. Bold move, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with the Bulldogs. Uh, we're, we're due to absolutely you know, put the Queeners through them. Uh, biggest loss, I think... We just lo- always play them close. I know, I, know, I know. But this is a season to change things. So we've got to get that, got to get that done. Got to pants the Broncos. Our Broncos, Bulldogs. The Broncos actually a good shout. We do match up well against them, but I'll go Bulldogs. Uh, biggest loss, I think the logic behind the Rabbitohs that was uh, spouted before is actually really good. That's a bad matchup for us in recent times. Um, them and Manly have certainly been difficult matchups in recent years. Headline of the year, uh, well, if we're going to win the premiership, there's going to be some cheesy Parramatta-related pun, um, you know, about electric eels or something like that and the drought. And Dally M, once again, if we're going all the way, uh, I think Mitchell Moses, even even Wonderboy Cleary and even Tommy Turbo, if we go all the way, it'll be Mitchell Moses' medal to win. 
All right. Well, uh, dear leader, we'll finish us off. Where will we finish? Fourth, best signing. Uh, I'm just going to say Bailey Simonson. Um, as you said, 40 is going to do a job on the wing for us, uh, and he'll have to do it all year pretty much with Sibo coming back and, and Sean Russell being pretty pretty uh, pretty fresh and, and the Dunster being out for the season, unfortunately. Uh, worst signing, um, it's, 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 as I said, there's a very short list there. Um, perhaps Mitch Rain because he won't get much game time. Uh, not that he'll be a bla- bad player. First player to debut, uh, I'm going to be boring and go with hands as well. We might need a, a third uh, drop hooker. Uh, how many players to debut two? Um, let's say hands and uh, the Dookie. Highest try scorer, I'll go with uh, Sean Russell. Player we will sign. Um, that's a tough one. We might need a winger. Who's a fringe winger that's sort of on the outer? Who's that big tall guy that was uh, Nene McDonald? Is he still around? Yeah, he's at the Dragons, I think. Is he back at the Dragons? Because he was at the Dragons and the Cowboys, and then he had some off-field thing. And then what about, what about Mansour? He's in the reserve grade for Souths. Are you yes, sneaky um, play? The source, the source. If, if you want a young one, you've got Christian Tulpilotu at Manly. You've got uh, George Trafua at Manly. Yeah, Tulpilotu, I guess that's sort of, yeah, that's somebody to look at. Um, player we won't re-sign that we'll miss, obviously it's Reid Marnie. Um, yeah. Ken Thorne at winner. I'm going to go for the man at the back and the captain, Clint Gutherson. Uh, breakout player. Um, I don't know if we can say that last year was a breakout for him. It was a good couple of debut games. But Will Panasini, I think this year, coming at second uh, at, at his second year in first year, full year in first grade, um, you saw in a couple of limited stints last year what he can do. I think he's really going to break out this season. Uh, player to regress, I'm going to go with uh, the gun, like a lot of others. He's signed that big money deal over at the Sharks, um, and he might just, uh, as Fordy mentioned, get washed out in the forward rotation. Like There's already two other players to come back um, from from the first round, so you know I could see him slipping out and playing a lot of reserve grade this season. Biggest win, uh, going to be boring, go West Tigers on Easter Monday. It's not boring. Uh, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest loss, uh, again, being boring. Souths, we just don't match up very well against them. That Whatever they do on that scrum play, we still haven't figured it out after about 10 years. <laughs> um, headline of the year. Um, yeah, hopefully it's Flandy's gone. Um, I, yeah. They want blood. Enough. The glorious leader wants blood. <laughs> and then Dally M, again, being boring, I will go uh, with Tom Travojevic again. Uh, another good year for him at fullback in Manly. He's the main man there um, to carry them, so I can see him going very well. Um, all right, well, does that sort of cover everything? We've, we've done do our, do our a, tips for the week. Do we want to do a first try scorer for this week and score? Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks there, Ham. I, I completely forgot those. So we'll start with you, Bertie. First try scorer, eventual score. Yeah, I'm going to go first try scorer. I'm going to go Young Will. I think he's just going to run over the top of, um, I think it's Herbert he's up against, maybe. Yeah, I reckon he'll just put a fend on. And, you know, uh, Matt Burton will be having flashbacks sitting on the couch as well uh, from that. Uh, I'm going to tip a 26 to 4 score line. I reckon um, it'll be a clinic out there, you know, you know, high completion rates. And even though the conditions might be bad, but yeah, it'll be just, we'll start off strong like we always do. And to you, Ham. Uh, I was going to go Will, but to change it up, I will say Ryan Madison, um, just around in around the ruck there. I think we'll do a nice little uh, dummy half play with Reed with those two um, and score. I reckon, as Bertie said, it's going to. I think we we'll, we have to smash them. This this team 
like seriously, they've missed it. They've missed their second trial match. They've got nothing. This team, they've got Fodder Waker and they've got Farmasuawi outside of those two. I don't see it for the Titans. Um, thirty-two to nil. That's spicy. I like it. Um, I'm going to go with. Uh, I was either Junior Paul or Bowie Simonson first try scorer. I'll go Bowie. They'll give him a chance to uh, cross the white stripe first for, on his club debut. Uh, and then I think, wait, it's first try scorer and margin, right? Yep. Yep. And I think uh, 34-6 for the overall scoreline. All right. Well, I'll go for Isaiah Papali, crash ball near the line, and eventual score 26-12 to the Eels. Uh, winners in round one. All right. Well, I think we might wrap it up there. Round one for Parramatta. Previews in the books. Season previews in the books. Now we're ready for the for the football. It's come around pretty quickly, I have to say, this year. Am I the only one that thinks it's come around quickly? Oh, yeah. No, sorry. I just... Yeah, I think, like, you know, you know, since we lost to the Penrith game, I've literally tuned out for the whole NRL. But, yeah, it's pretty actually quick, this whole preseason, you know. And, you know, before I realised, you know, we were back to training camps and then now trials and, like, yeah, it's pretty quick, you know. It's, which must be a positive, so yeah. Pre-seasons are always long. I don't like off-seasons. Not good for me. Not good for... <laughs> I don't leave the house. <laughs> well, on that, uh, Ham, you'll be leaving the house this weekend down there uh, early for the girls at 1.45 and then following on with the men at 4.05. Big day out at Combank Stadium. Hopefully the rain stays away and I hope you can all get out there and enjoy your rugby league this weekend. Catch you on the next pair of podcasts.